Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you live enthusiastically today and tomorrow and every day after that. It's built on the expectation that we can choose to change attitudes, change behaviors, change lives, and really change the world if we all live the best versions of ourselves. I am Dr. Ron Kaiser. I'm a positive health psychologist and the author of Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. You know, one of the great things about having a podcast is you get to talk with and see and interview and let others know about some of my favorite people in the world. And today we've got one of my favoritists. I don't know if that's really a word, but I already have rejuvenating out there as a coined term. So I guess we can use that. But certainly one of my most favorite people in the world because of the great work she does is Nancy Guberti, who is today's guest. Nancy is a functional medicine specialist and a nutritionist. And she's accomplished so much on behalf of making the world a better place. I know we're not going to be able to talk about everything she does, so I should start out apologizing a bit. But just to introduce a few things, first of all, she's very passionate about empowering others to become their own health advocate and to help them learn about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. She has several projects that are devoted to that, including the Total Wellness Empowerment membership site. She has a podcast called Total Wellness Empowerment, and I believe that there's now a second podcast on the way that you can tell us about. The Look and Feel Great Method, that sounds, sounds terrific, Nine Steps to a Healthier You. Also, Biomedical and Nutritional Interventions for Special Needs Children, and the Positively powerful parenting program. I think I got all those P's in there correctly. Nancy, welcome to Rejuvenating. It's such a thrill to have you with us. I can't wait to hear what you're going to be telling us today. Well, I am just so honored to be here with you. I was so motivated and inspired by you and your book. So if anyone's listening and hasn't gotten a hold of it, I highly recommend it. It's a great read. And the information in there is spot on on how to really live an amazing life. So you're an inspiration to me and hopefully to everyone listening and everyone who has the privilege of meeting you. Well, thanks very much, Nancy. And thanks for the good words about the book. I hope others will be reading it. But let me get started learning a little bit about you. I introduced you as a functional medicine specialist and nutritionist. I think most of us have a reasonable idea of what a nutritionist is, but functional medicine and functional medicine specialist may be something new for, for a lot of us. Can you tell us what you do? Yes, and that is a common question. So functional medicine is based on the premise that we want to get to the root cause of why someone feels a certain way. So in conventional medicine, and there is a place for conventional medicine. If you go to the cardiologist, they focus on the heart. If you go to the dermatologist, they focus on the skin. 
with functional medicine, they use specific testing to look at overall processing and functioning of the body. So there usually is a correlation with how your body functions from its GI tract to the adrenal system, to the neurotransmitters, to the detoxification, as well as nutritional markers. And that affects, that could affect your skin, your heart, your mental health, as well as your memory, your focus, your energy, everything. So functional medicine really does provide you insight into where your imbalances are, if any, how your body is functioning, and what you need to support as opposed to guessing. And when would somebody decide that they need to to see a functional medicine specialist? I know Most of us have been trained to get an annual physical and if our fever goes up to to call a physician and so on. How do you interface with medicine and, and more particularly, when does somebody want to see you to help them become a better version of themselves? Another great question. So first, it's a becoming aware that there is functional medicine testing. And, you know, some conventional doctors actually have been trained in, they've gone to the Institute of Functional Medicine, and they learn about these specific tests. So I would highly recommend any listener to find out if there is a functional medicine practitioner near them in their state, because every state will dictate what tests are allowed to be run. That's even with conventional medicine. So I know there are several states that you cannot find out your vitamin C levels, even in a CBC, a complete blood count. So, you know, you want to know like where you live, if there's a practitioner there that's running these. What I have seen, and I've been doing this for 18 years now, is the people who run the test, they might want to run it for losing weight hormonal imbalance, perimenopausal, menopausal, special needs children, if they have focus issues, if they are in fear of dementia, um, those type of things. But even if they're just feeling sluggish all the time, they don't have energy, their immune system is weakened. So what happens is we love to get you in even annually to see if something's going on, to get a baseline. So this is a wonderful thing that pediatricians should be running to get a baseline to see if the child's immune system is okay, what their nutritional markers are, can they detoxify, do they have glutathione, really important things. I see a lot of cancer patients as well because if they're going to go through treatment, they always are afraid if their body can handle it. So we look to see what their detoxification and their immune system is and boost their nutritional markers. So really the short answer would be everybody should get a baseline. You know, if you don't want to do it annually, at least get a baseline to see how your body functions. So if you have high cholesterol or cardio issues, it could be because you have this fatty acid oxidation issue and you need help with lipids. You can't process them, you know, and then if you're sluggish, maybe your B6 and your B12 and your pemphothenic acids are bad. You know, it, it handles all health conditions. So why not get a baseline now and 
complement it with the conventional meds that you do, medicine labs like a CBC that you do every year. So it sounds like there is really a lot of emphasis on prevention, that this is kind of the thing to do to prevent things. As you may know, my website is called the Mental Health Gym, and I use it as an analogy that when you go to the gym, you don't have to be out of shape to do it, but you want to be able to see what areas you can benefit from from working on and so on and be, again, the best version of you that you can. And I think for somebody who is really committed to try to avoid illness as much as possible, it sounds like you don't have to wait until you're you're sick to get a baseline. And that really fits in with, with the positive stuff that we try to, to emphasize. I also mentioned that you are a nutritionist. And in the many, many years ago, in the early years of my career, I was a guidance counselor. And if a young man or woman came to me and asked, how do I become a nutritionist? What do I have to do? Uh, I guess I naively would have said, well, you find a good college that offers a program in nutrition and take that, and then you become a nutritionist for the rest of your life. I think you went through a more circuitous route to get there. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to this point of being you? When I first started my first career, it was in brokerage. And I was working at Goldman Sachs and I was a researcher. And I did a lot of technology. I, you know, always loved learning. And I combined analyzing businesses. I had 150 institutional clients when I was at Goldman. And I would travel four days a week within the United States, visiting them and analyzing their business, how we could do more trades with them. And that usually was giving them more research. And then it was working in legal indemnifications for all of these contracts that we had. So it was a really intense position, which I loved. And I had two children and my dad was watching them. So I didn't have to worry about them. He took care of everything for me. And then my youngest son developed a liver disorder where he couldn't process certain foods and ammonia would build up in his body and he would actually couldn't get rid of the bile. I took him to uh, many children's hospitals. We did a bunch of testing. And the answer really, there was no answer. It was, you know, we could give this medicine to help, but, you know, we're not really sure what the future holds for him. I was concerned with that answer. And I kept trying to find a better one. And I kept saying, but isn't it we're pretty healthy, right? So perhaps it's something he's eating, even though we were eating healthy, maybe he can't, you know, I noticed when he has this certain food, he doesn't do well, and no one would make this correlation. So I really thought to myself, I felt like I was at a crossroads in my life. Do I stay where I'm going, do this amazing high profile position, just wait and see and give my son medications at such a young age? Or do I try to take matters into my own hands? And I really didn't know anything about biology or food chemistry at the time. So I went to school for food chemistry to learn. My theory was, well, if I find out what turns into ammonia, let's not give him that. Then I found out about functional medicine testing. And I I got this test done from a doctor in New Jersey at the time. 
the test results showed us so much of how his body was not functioning. So I worked on that area, went to school for the uh, food chemistry, nutrition, and then further into functional medicine, not really to open my own practice, but really to help him. I mean, my goal was give it all I had to save him or make him where his body could function properly. And then the rest was just history. (laughs) It sounds like you made a really good choice for yourself because I know you seem to be very, very enthusiastic about the stuff that you do and the impact that you're having on so many people. So speaking about that impact, let's talk about some of the things that you do I mentioned several things. Uh, we could start any place, but since I'm a little bit acquainted with total wellness empowerment, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so once my son, and it was nothing short of, you know, it was a journey, you know, of trial and error. So once he got better, we were all changed for the better, I would say, because now I, my work has a ripple effect on helping generations. I've been doing this for 18 years and you probably see that yourself. And it's so amazing when you start with one generation and then you go to the next. And then, you know, when you're with individuals who then get married and have children and you're then positively impacting the next generation. So with these 18 years, I have this clinical research of running these functional medicine tests and saw that there was a pattern And for total wellness empowerment, you can't just say, okay, we'll eat this, drink that. First of all, you don't want, I don't want to tell people what to do. I want to empower them with the knowledge so they understand and they become their best health advocate and say, hey, when I have this, I feel amazing. But when I do this, I don't feel too good. And it affects me mentally. And that's where the total wellness empowerment comes in because I like to look at mental health. You know, it's the mind, body, spirit. And what I mean by that is your body being healthy, but your mind being healthy and your spirit is like your passion, your passion to live. And so many people just go through life. And they're so negative or they don't have that burning desire to do the best and live their best. And and this has a ripple effect in all areas of your life, who you choose to love, what you choose to do in life, and even your finances. You know, so we always have to be um, mindful. My son, Michael, I say, says it to me, explains it best. You have to be alert and awake to be truly alive. And so it's the three A's, alert, awake, and alive. And that's what total wellness is about. I really appreciate the the emphasis on wellness. I think in so many related health fields, whether it be psychology, where I come from, or medicine, or so many others, people have been trained to really think about disease and to kind of get you from wherever that disease is putting you up to neutral and then feeling that our job is done. And I really think it's tremendous, the the work that you're doing in emphasizing wellness, even having that in the name of your program because of the fact that people know coming in that that's what they're aiming for. It's not getting better, but actually flourishing and, you know, becoming the best version of themselves. And 
That sounds great. So how do you do this? Is it online? Do you have private clients? How, how does this work? The Total Wellness Empowerment Membership is online. So we have videos, we have training, we have an online community where people are could ask questions and it's, you know, a no judgment zone. Like they could, I don't want people to think any question is silly because it's not, you know, so they ask whatever they want and they need help or guidance in. It's a database, a resource of natural remedies. There are webinars or master classes, as we call them, where we want to teach. Like there's one where, you know, diets don't work. (laughs) And another one all about glyphosate, which is that chemical that is sprayed pre-harvest on our food and it's not on any labels and it's linked to cancers and dementia and terrible diseases. So we actually, the lab that we use actually does testing and we could check what levels you have in your body and, you know, making simple changes of how to eat. There's all type of meal planning because there's so much confusion. People like, should I do paleo? Should I do keto? Should I do this? Should I do that? I'm like, have How about you do what works best for your body? And this is how we determine that, you know? So lots of times people diet, but then they feel deprived. So they'll diet to look good for a special event. And then once the event is gone, they gouge themselves because it was never about lifestyle and wellness. So the membership really helps you set goals. So we start off with goal setting and I like to do 90 day goal setting. There's worksheets, you do it at your own pace. We do vision boards, but it's it's a community where if you have any questions, you could just email me. If you don't want to ask in the group, I always say email me directly. So we want to provide the answers so you can own your best life. So that's the total wellness membership. And it's in universities and corporate wellness. And then actually the end consumer families have it. So we have a whole different audience for that. The look and feel great method is a nine step program based on the clinical research of looking at where is the imbalances? There's a pattern on all this testing. So I put that into nine steps so a person could easily digest it. They could learn at their own pace. We encourage them to each step has implementation. If they want, they could get feedback. So if they send us what they implemented, they'll get their feedback. If they hit a plateau, we'll get on the phone with them. So that's online. And then the functional medicine testing, we do that throughout the United States and even in countries where we can mail the test kits to. And then once we get the test results back, we have a session. I mean, I have people that are local that would rather do a Skype or a Zoom or a phone session as opposed to taking time off from work and coming to Connecticut for an office session. So that's what I love about technology these days. There's a whole slew of options. Great. And is there a a progression or how do you decide, let's say somebody is really excited about the idea of taking control of their lives, taking control of the way that they treat their bodies and so on. And we're hearing about these different options. How somebody decide on total wellness, nine steps, uh, you know, 
That's a great question. I always say, you know, we could get on a call or some people just like to email. (laughs) You know, there should be no confusion when you choose your wellness. So you should be working or partnering with someone who is accessible. So you want to get on a call, we get on a strategy call to say, okay, so what's your current situation and what are you looking to achieve? You know, there are some people that start with the nine steps and then they go into the membership because once they finish the nine steps, they want to keep this going and they want to have that continual support and learning and also at their fingertips have access to natural remedies you know, be it from summer issues, mosquitoes or parasites or Lyme, or be it to the common cold and what's some natural foods that they can have and natural enzymes that will help. So yeah, some people go from nine steps to total wellness. Some people go from total wellness to that. Some people go from testing and then they go right into, so they're tested and now they want to go into the membership. Really all depends. So To clear up any confusion, we always jump on a call with someone who may have some questions, even with testing. There's so many tests that you could run, but what do you really, what are you looking for? You know, so like you want a baseline, you go for the organic acid test. If you're concerned that you're loaded with this toxin and you have just been diagnosed with cancer, we check, well, then we should know about the glyphosate. You know, if you've been around environmental toxins, then we do this environmental toxic profile as well. It really depends on the person as well. For women, you know, if they can't lose weight and they have, they think they may have cortisol issues, then we do a saliva test checking hormones and cortisol four times throughout the day. Because it's supposed to be high and then does it go low or does it rev up? You know, so it really depends on the health condition. Now, I'm sure there's a certain percentage of people who are hearing this and saying, Nancy doesn't want me to have any fun. I'm always dealing with testing, watching what I'm eating, things of this nature. How do you get past that or reassure people or are they right? Are are we always doing testing and being concerned about stuff and not being able to eat anything that we want or do we have to give up fun to go your route? <laughs> That's a great question. So I always say, because people are like, what can I eat? I'm like, go to my Instagram account. I take pictures of everything I eat before I eat it, right? And it's at Nancy Guberti. And there are foods there. I mean, I like to eat. <laughs> so, and I always say they're nutritious and delicious. They're not cardboard. (laughs) You can eat really good food. I make this milkshake that's better than any milkshake out there. And it's with, you know, unsweetened almond milk, but it's sweet because we put organic stevia in it and, and strawberries and it comes out and we use a protein powder. I like to use pea protein. I make a chocolate mousse, you know, so that's on my Instagram account. And then there are some videos on my YouTube and then um, on my Pinterest, I actually show the brands that I use that I would recommend. So to answer your question, you can have fun and you can live, right? So when I've done corporate wellness and I went back to several of my institutional clients at the beginning of this career, 
I had guys say to me, okay, so listen, I'm having my vodka. I'm going to have my scotch. I'm having this to eat. What's the solution? So I'm like, okay, so, you know, you do this, then there's a counter. So if you want, you can do this. In the old days, people would say everything in moderation. This is where I like for you to have the empowerment of knowing your own wellness. If you know that I've had too many, you know, too much of this alcoholic drink and I feel like crap the next day, well then how about, and one person will say, I can't get rid of it all. Okay, but can we minimize it? And can we add this also, like you're getting too dehydrated? Great. And I know your your background is from nutrition, but are things like sleep and exercise and stuff like that considered in addition to the, the foods? Yeah. So I always say if you are to eat all organic, but you can't deal with your stress, you could get sick, right? So you have to look at your whole life, the whole wellness. Are you sleeping? How are you staying hydrated? How are you dealing with your stress? Your mental health is going to have an impact on your physical health. So how are you dealing with the stress, the overwhelm, that we can't live in a bubble? We all have stress. We may be around negative people. So how do you live with that? You know, you don't need to get on that chaos that these other people are doing, but you may be around it. How are you supporting your body? Exercise. I mean, it gives you so many endorphins. It helps you deal with stress. But on the opposite, what type of exercise are you doing? Because I've had people who have adrenal fatigue and then they're working out so hard and they're getting so angry. I'm like, okay, well, we need to look at your exercise. You need to have movement but pick the one that is going to make you feel good, not aggravate you even more. So yeah, all of that is important. And then what you put on your body and in your body being a smart consumer as well. And then finding out what's your true purpose in life. You know, are you truly happy? Yeah, I think that's things like happiness and fun are sometimes overlooked concepts that are really important to verify that the things are working. As we draw to a close, there is one area that I really want to highlight a, a bit. The podcast is devoted to all ages, and hopefully we're encouraging people to start at an early age to manage the lifestyle that will enable them to live enthusiastically and healthy lives throughout their lives. But both the book and the podcast has a sizable number of people who are in for want of a better term, the senior years, the second half century of their lives. And I'm wondering if you have some specific things to say to them in terms of what they should be doing, can be doing, and so on, other than obviously uh, getting tested and seeing if there are some, some areas that need improvement. There's been a lot of attention now for like reversing Alzheimer's and preventing dementia. And you really want to look at your lifestyle, right? So yes, nutrition is so important. What I have seen is lots of times individuals will 
will just eat snack food all day and they won't have the protein three times a day, at least two times a day. It's very, very important. So you really want to look at, are you just eating um, empty calorie foods, um, entry nutrient foods? So nutrition is important, but what's really important is being social. You know, you have to be around other people and it's great to be around your peers, but it's also great to be around younger people because they really get you thinking, you know, like I would highly recommend go networking or join some type of meetup mastermind where there's a diverse community of individuals because you create neurons and you create excitement by hearing what others are doing, like podcasting, listening to a podcast, right? Getting out, learning new things. So it's very important to learn new things, not keep doing the same thing over and over again. If you're going somewhere, go a different route, take wonder walks as we call them, get out into nature. So there's a lot of an exercise, the whole lifestyle, and you touch upon all of this beautifully in your book. What I have seen is isolation causes depression, causes one to now have loss of memory. There's no drive, motivation. There's no purpose. And, you know, always stay active, not only physical, but mental, you know, and find a passion that you would do even if you didn't get paid. So be it volunteer or turn that passion into a business. It's very, very important. And then you have to look at sleep. If you're not sleeping enough, your body doesn't have time to repair and you can have adrenal issues. So you want to check that and your happiness and, you know, spirituality, everything, you know, keep reading. If you can't see, get on Audible and listen to books. <laughs> Those are great ways, but always, always be doing something. And if you get yourself into a rut, you too should set 90 day goals and break it down into week goals and break it down into daily goals. So find out something by the end of the day, make sure you moved, make sure you were social, make sure you used your brain and learned something new. And then obviously make sure you ate really good. <laughs> and if you don't feel like buying the book, just replay the last five or six minutes of this podcast. And it's got a pretty good summary of most of the advice that I indicated in there. There are a couple of things that I do want to highlight. You mentioned the importance of social involvements. And I mean, there's really good science at this point to point out that loneliness is right up there with smoking, obesity, and a sedentary lifestyle in terms of being a killer. You know, that, that as you get older and, you know, ch things change. We, we do lose some of the people that we may have associated with socially and at work and so on. But there are things we can do if we stay alert to the fact that, that it's really important to maintain those relationships with both peers and younger people. The other thing that I can point out just from my own experience as we downsized about four years ago, particularly for people unlike us who are retired and have, you know, lots of time on their hands, Many of the rooms in our house before we moved were a long way from the kitchen. It wasn't that easy to go get a snack. As you downsize, 
some of these spaces get a lot closer together. And I just think it's very important to stay cognizant of that. I always encourage people, if they're going to take a snack, make sure that they put the rest of the package back, close it up and so on, so that if they're going to go back for it, they're actually going to have to mindfully make a decision to kind of violate the principles of of good nutrition. Anyway, Nancy, this has been really exciting and great, and I know the listeners are going to enjoy it very much. As I predicted, there's lots of things I could be asking you, and I am not going to guarantee you that I'm not going to have you back because I'd really like to. I learn a lot. I do every time I speak with you. Before closing, though, I think the one question that I I have an answer, how did your son do with all of your interventions? By the grace of God, he did great. So he's 21 now, and he wrote like 24 books on digital marketing. He has his own podcast called Breakthrough Success, and he believes success should not be defined by age, be it too young or too old. So if you want to start a business, go listen to him. And he's a runner and he is trying to get qualified into the Boston Marathon. So he has a marathon in August to get into the Boston Marathon in April. So he's He's still very motivating and inspiring to me. And he loves, loves, loves what he eats. And he's happy with his food. So (laughs) Nancy has two wonderful sons. And maybe we'll have a podcast on what she does so well on parenting one of these times. Anyway, how do people get in touch with you? I'm sure that many people will want to. We've learned a lot from you. So how do they do it? So on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest it's and LinkedIn, it's all Nancy Guberti, G-U-B-E-R-T-I. And that's also my website, nancyguberti.com, and everything's there. And you can email me directly if you have any question or call me. Uh, my Connecticut office number's there. And I just wish that everyone reads your book and implements the steps and achieves the best life ever of health, happiness, and purpose. Well, thanks very much. uh, We both have the similar goal of wanting to improve lives and change the world. And let's hope that that happens sooner rather than later. Thanks again so much, Nancy. Look forward to speaking with you again. This will end the Rejuvenating Podcast for today. 